All right. We do this every Friday. I always look forward to the conversations. The one, the only Libby Collins joins us. Hi, Libby Collins. Hey there. It is a good day to stay in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I you don't love want to be out on the road. <laughs> no. And I love your conversations. And, and, and as long as we're sitting here talking about staying at home, all of your conversations are your older conversations are available at WTMJ.com. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Just yes. go there. And you know, on a day like this, it's a good one to kind of sit and listen. And some of the people we've talked to are some of the most interesting people throughout southeastern Wisconsin. And this week's guest is a significant one. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing story. It's a sad story, moving story. Tell us about it. Well, I have to tell you, um, of all the people I've spoken with, this was one of the most difficult because of the emotions involved. Go back to May 26th of 2022, and I know on a day like this it's hard to conceive. It was a beautiful uh, early summer, late spring day, sun was shining, everything was clear. And there was a young man who, who was from Brookfield, 18-year-old um, Daniel Perelman, and he was a student at Northwestern University, and he came in early. He came in early for the weekend on a Thursday because he had a love of flying, and he came to see his parents, and, um, well, we'll get into what happened that day. But the thing is, we talked with his mom, who's a doctor, his dad, his sister, about Daniel himself and what kind of a young man he was. Was there something special about Daniel? Was there anything that you picked up and said, this kid has so much potential? For every parent, I think they're kid is the whole world and something special. He was very bright. I kept saying to my friends, he was always keeping us on our toes, always trying new things, always exploring. And then as he grew up, he skipped fourth grade, he skipped from third to fifth. We thought maybe he should, but the school approached us and said, you know, we think maybe he's bored. And this skipping grade worked great for him, right? It matched his development better hanging with kids who were a year older. Um, at that age specifically, he was tiny. He was always the smallest. Really? Because in this age, one year difference, it shows. But everything builds your character. I think it made him feisty. And it, you probably noticed uh, that Benny Powerman has a bit of an accent, and that's because Daniel's parents, Anna and Benny, had emigrated from Israel. And in Israel, as I said before, Anna was a doctor. And of course, in that region, she had dealt with a lot of trauma cases. And she understood um, what happens to people in very serious injuries. And we get to the point where we talked about that day, May 26th, where when Daniel had come home and he got a hold of his mom and dad, and you know they, they went to Timmerman Airport with him to watch him, he was a new pilot, to watch him take off and land. It was sort of one of these routine things that you did. And obviously, on a very clear day, they didn't suspect anything was going to happen. So Benny tells us about watching Daniel go up in that plane. Can you tell us what that day was like? He never knew if he's coming because he didn't know if how's the weather, if there is a plane available. And then he said, hey, my plane is available for solo, so I'm going to drive over. So I met him at home. And then he was planning just to take the car and drive. And I said, you know what? I have nothing until the end of the day. Let me take you. And on the way, we call Anna. And she said, hey, I'm done with clinic early. I can meet you there. He 
He went to the plane, he walks to the plane, he does the check, taxied, and we were just standing behind the fence. He gives us a thumbs up, and then he took off. Then he landed and took off again, and as he was taking off again, I had he installed some flight tracker application on my phone. The first thing I noticed on the tracker application that the marker of, of his plane doesn't progress at the same rate as it was. I looked up, and the plane goes down. We chased the ambulance like crazy, and then was the nightmare of the next day and a half, where we deep inside, I think, knew that nobody survives this. Maybe I can't even imagine what that felt like. And, and for him to describe it as Father Benny, that, that is an amazing, amazing story. Well, and you'll have to listen on, on Sunday, because Anna, uh, Daniel's mother, again, as I said, she was an emergency room physician. She knew what trauma was like, and she was the first one on the scene. She got there even before her husband and could see what the injuries were. And although Daniel survived the initial crash, she knew the inevitability of this injury and what was going to happen. And, you know, I, ha I had the honor of talking to all three of the members of the Perelman family, both Anna and Benny. And, and, and Daniel's sister, Lola, who's just a teenager, she's a student at Brookfield West, and, you know, out of tragedy, often good things come. And Benny and Lola told me about a foundation that they have established in Daniel's memory. We started this organization, this nonprofit, Daniel Gives Back. So we have the blood drives. Lots of people came to us afterwards, lots of people, and said, thank you. We were afraid of donating blood for our entire lives. We just wanted to do it for this good cause, and now they became regular donors. Almost everybody at the school blood drives are first-time donors because it's, like, targeted towards my high school community. We've made a couple partnerships with other organizations. We've partnered with the organization Student Organ Donation Advocates. I started a chapter of SOTA this year. We actually had about 84 people sign up for the club because people know that it's kind of for like a good purpose. I love that they are doing something, uh, paying it forward like that, and honoring their son Daniel. I mean, the, the sister and uh, she she talked a little bit there, Lola. It is it is something simple, but it's something that is so important. You know, I've even struggled with you know the idea of donating blood, and and it's, frankly, I've finally overcome that. But everyone should be doing that, and everyone that, that hears this story should take that as a a reminder that little things can actually do big things. Undoubtedly, and although it is a riveting story, it's an emotional story. There is something that positive, something very positive that has come from it. But uh, I'll tell you, this was one of the more difficult interviews I've ever done, just because of the emotions that that um, the family experienced again as they told the story and they were so open about it. Um, it's going to be on Sunday on Conversations. It'll at 11 o'clock and it's one of those stories that you probably remember it but you don't know what happened behind the scenes and we have that outstanding work as always libby collins i'll be looking forward to that conversation as you can hear also as the host of wisconsin weekend morning news thanks for doing that that is an incredible story that i will be paying attention to thank you steve get your galoshes on there's a <laughs> lot of snow out there today as soon as i'm off the air and get home safely i will be doing that very thing thank you libby collins take care